Hi, this is Jeremiah, the producer of Shedding Shackles. Today's program is about avoiding reacting and avoiding tension. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the program. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today, I want to talk about life again, about a kind of life that you tasted of when you were a little child, a life of motion and rest. Every day was an adventure. You tasted of this, of this good life, but then you lost it. And now the only thing you can do is fake it, you know, pretending to be happy, pretending to be excited about something, pretending, maybe with the help of marijuana or alcohol, to be happy. But once upon a time, you knew the real thing. Now, what I'm here for is to perhaps help you to rediscover it again. It's right there. It's right there. It's within your grasp, hidden in plain sight. Okay? But you miss it. Why? Because you're living life backwards. See, a life of motion and rest. Last week I had a most beautiful program where I I read a little passage from the Gospel of Thomas. The disciples were with Jesus and he was talking to them and he said, if they ask you, what is the evidence of the Father within you? then say to them, motion and rest. Do you understand that motion and rest? Because now you no longer live a life of motion and rest. You live a life of reacting. Reacting. This happens and that happens and traffic is slow and you react. And somebody says something and you react. And somebody looks at you a certain way and you react. React, react. That's all you know is react. And what does reaction lead to? It leads to everything getting on the inside. And so at the end of the day, you lay in bed and you think over what happened during the day. You think what the boss said and what did the boss mean and why this and why the customer say that and what am I going to do about this? Everything gets inside. And it becomes an issue. It becomes something you have to deal with because it's inside. And reaction also means emotions. Emotions, emotions, emotions. But every time you become emotional, you become drained a little bit. That's right. You feel excited, but then you have used up some of your life. Some of your life force is used up when you become emotional. Reaction also means what? It means becoming resentful, becoming angry, becoming irritated, becoming nervous, becoming anxious. And what does that mean? It means tension. And tension is more use of your life force. And so all you know is a life of react, become excited, or become stimulated, become tense, and then needing to have the energy drained off. And then fatigue. So it's tension, release. Reaction, stimulation or excitation, tension, release. 
Well, that's not much of a life. It's not a human life. Maybe it's an animal life, but even animals. Animals are not as tense. See, I was driving yesterday. and There was someone behind me. And there were cars up ahead that might turn in front of me, so I slowed a bit to make sure that they were turning so that I could also turn. And guess what? The person behind me, suddenly I heard the engine rev and the person went zooming around in a very unsafe manner. Can you see that he didn't even have the character? That's right, he has a lack of character. He has no character. He didn't even have the character to wait a few seconds. So he is a totally devastated person. His family will have no respect for him. His kids will hate him. His wife will have contempt for him. His life will go down the tubes because he has no character. Why? Because all he does is react, react. But there's another life, a life of motion and rest, a life of moving from within intuitively, graciously, gracefully with confidence and with power. You must refine this life. You tasted of it when you were a little child. A life of motion and rest. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style, and besides, I want to set you free. I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Let's take a little deeper look at this life of reacting, this life of tension, of nervousness, of being on edge. Let's take a deeper look at it. So what is it then that causes us to react? Or it doesn't cause us. It's our character weakness. It's our not having found the life from within. See, if you find the life from within, then you flow from within. You flow like a river flows. You see? But now, instead of flowing, you have to have something to make you react. So, what is this thing that to which we react. Well, what do we call it? We call it a stress, don't we? We call it stress. But if you take another look, what began this reaction to stress? What began it for you and for the human race? It was temptation. It was temptation on the outside. Temptation to which Adam reacted. And it is temptation, then, that has, that has ruled this world. Because 
temptation in its many forms and operating through people. Temptation gets everyone to react and react and react. You see? So it's temptation that makes people react. And it's the temptation in people. So when you're a little child, when you were a little child, it was the temptation in people around you that caused you begin to react. The temptation in them, see, teased you, pressured you, accused you, see, and you became upset. Remember when people yelled at you or accused you or rejected you or said you were bad or so many different things that they do and you reacted and you became upset. So what is upset? It's a reaction. And then it becomes a conditioning. So before long, similar people, similar words, similar situations, even similar th in thoughts and memories, you react. See? Or perhaps they were cruel one minute and kind the next. So it was like a double. You reacted to their cruelty and then in your reaction, you were upset. You felt empty. See, you were separated from the inner life. You were separated from your ground of being. You were separated from the ability to, to flow from within by reacting to the outside. And then when you were separated, you lost what comes with that inner flow. And what comes with that inner flow is, well, it's intuition. It's a quiet knowing. And it's love. It's a kind of energy from within. So you became separated from that. And then you felt empty and insecure. And so you looked to them, to the very ones who had separated you from your inner ground. You looked to them for support, for reassurance. So you went to them for reassurance. And then, it, then you felt good when they reassured you. See, one minute she yelled at you and told you you were no good, just like your father, and a burden to her. And then the next minute she was guilty, and then she was nice, and gave you money, and cooked something for you out of guilt. And then you responded to that with warm feelings. And what are they but another reaction, another animal reaction? And so that was the beginning of your fall. So your whole life has been nothing but reaction. And then bad things started to happen because you were cut off from within, from the intuitive flow, from common sense. And so you made mistakes. Things didn't work out. And you reacted to that, to those things. And then, see, one thing led to another, a life of reaction. So now you must find, refine the life from within, a life of flowing from within instead of reacting to the outside. See, but here's the thing, just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. 
And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like coming up out of being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a wonderful, deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality, the blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. So, you lost something to the world. The world took it away. Because of your weak, you had a weakness. Now, you couldn't help it. You were only a little child. And little children are first of the earth and later of the spirit. And so your parents, had they been calm and had they had understanding, they could have, they could have gently guided you, gently guided you toward, uh, toward ultimately beginning the journey, the return to the Heavenly Father. See, the human race fell away from the Heavenly Father a long time ago, but provision has been made provision has been made for some to return to him and it begins with well it begins with something called repentance and what is repentance would you like to know would you like to know more about this life from within repentance is Responding to the inner light. But instead of responding with resentment, responding with a quiet yielding to it. See, you capitulate to every stress on the outside. All someone has to do is look at you funny. Or all someone has to do is be driving a little slow in front of you. Or all someone has to do is to make a comment about... um, some negative comment about you or it doesn't take hardly anything for you to respond to react to the outside see but what you must see is that not only are you reacting to to the particular circumstance but there's something behind the circumstance There's something behind the cruelty, the meanness, the confusion, the awful things that happen and are said, and the insinuations and the tease. It's a a spirit. It's a spirit that knows about your weakness and wants to separate you from your inner ground because then it will own you, that spirit. And it operates through people. 
and they are largely unaware of what's operating through them. They're like vehicles of it. And how did it get into them? Well, it got into them a long time ago when they were upset and they were made resentful and they were separated from their inner ground and they doubted themselves, doubted what they knew in their heart. But now I wanted to talk about repentance. So, do you, do you see how the plant, the beautiful plant, let's say a rose, a beautiful rose plant with beautiful roses, do you see how the rose responds to the sun? Rose loves the light and warmth from the sun, and in the light of the sun, the warmth of the sun, the rose thrives and is happy. The rose responds to the light and loves the light, and that response is good for the rose. And so you must refine the inner light from God, the spiritual light, the spiritual sun, and respond to it. And when you do, well, it's beautiful. But the first things that you are likely to see are your own errors. Like maybe you hated your mom or hated your dad. But when you see that in the light, then you're, well, sorry about what you see. But you're glad the light is there. You're sorry to see what you see, but you're glad the light is there. And so it's a sad glad. And after you've been sorry a little bit, then you also realize in the light, the light helps you to realize that God loves you. And you wipe away the tears and joy returns. It's just beautiful. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. In the Sermon on the Mount, Christ said, A heavenly attitude is theirs, those who mourn their wrongs, for they shall be comforted. Is that not beautiful? A heavenly attitude. You've probably heard it many times said this way, Blessed are they who mourn their wrongs, for they shall be comforted. Now, do you understand do you understand how blessed they are? Because they are responding to the inner light from God. And in that light, they see their wrong. And if you see your own wrong, well, with a right attitude, meaning 
You're willing to see you're wrong because you want to be better. See? You see you're wrong, and then what could be the response but to be troubled or saddened? A little bit sad about what you see, about yourself. Maybe in the past you couldn't even see it. Now you see it. It's often something like resenting someone, or being impatient with your children, or being phony with someone. You just see it, okay? And you're sorry. Well, it's a most beautiful thing because it reconciles you to God's light. Now, here's another beautiful thing. When you see your own wrong in God's light, quietly within, and you are a little bit sad about what you see, then you also understand a little bit about God, don't you? You understand what he cares about. He doesn't care if you spill some milk. What does he care about? Well, he cares about, for example, whether you are resenting someone, hating someone. See, he cares about that. Why? Because he knows that it's not good for you to resent someone. He knows that. And he himself is full of love. He doesn't resent others. And he doesn't resent you. Now, here's something that happens to people. When people are angry and resentful, they turn it upon themselves. They know they shouldn't be resenting other people. They turn it upon themselves, then they hate themselves. And then feeling that hate, their own hate of themselves, the resentment of themselves, then they assume that God doesn't love them. They assume that God could never forgive them. They assume that God is against them and is so and so on. See? But now what you must see is that no, it's not true. All God wants you to do is just to see that you shouldn't be hating anyone, including yourself. Don't resent yourself. Don't resent anyone. Let go of the resentment, you see? And then, you know what you also then see when you let go of it? See, it blocks you. Your own, your own resentment toward others blocks you from realizing in the light. See? Could you imagine a rose a rose bush, a beautiful rose bush. But could you imagine a rose bush that was resentful? Because when you're resentful, you're not receptive of the light in a proper way. Listen, this is very important. When you're resentful, you're not receptive of the light. You can't respond to the light. All you can do is be burned by the light. Okay? Or flee the light. But... When you are receptive of the light, then the light penetrates and warms your being. And if there's something a little bit wrong, like you've hated someone or resented someone or you're being impatient with your children or anything like that, then the light shows it. It exposes it. And then you know what? You let go of it. You let go of the judgment or resentment towards someone. Then it's gone. It dissolves away. And then all that's left is warmth and light and love the light and love and warmth from your heavenly father do you have a question or comment email us at shedding shackles at yahoo.com 
That's sheddingshackles at yahoo.com. I want to go over the ground one more time because this is very important. The next time you become resentful towards someone, then notice how negative you are. Notice how when you're resentful and someone comes along and tries to cheer you up and you can't accept it, can you? You can't accept it. You just you're like in a in a in a negative state and about the only thing you can accept are negative things. So you see what I mean? So when you're resentful toward other people, now do you understand Christ said if you don't forgive others, then your heavenly Father will not forgive you. See, let me explain that to you. See, God's forgiveness is always there. It's always there, but you have to grasp it. You have to realize it and feel it. And the way to realize it and to feel it is to be receptive of the light. So in other words, you have an attitude where you say, well, you know what? I can see that I've somehow let my kids down or my husband down or my wife down. I can see that I'm resentful toward other people. I can see that. And so I want to be better, but I don't know how to be better. I've tried to make myself better and it hasn't worked. But I'm willing to see what I'm doing wrong. Well, with that attitude, lo and behold, all of a sudden, at some particular moment, you'll just see your own wrong. You'll see that you're being impatient with your child and all of a sudden, instead of defending it, that's right, instead of defending that error against the light, now you just quietly say, yes, you're right, to the light. The light wordlessly shows you you're wrong and you just quietly, wordlessly, you kind of say, yes, you're right. Well, you know what? That's a capitulation to the right. That's yielding to the light. You're used to yielding to everyone else. You yield to every stress, every pressure, every demand on the outside. You yield, you yield, you yield until you're overworked and totally fatigued, and then you resent them. And then you feel guilty, and then you yield some more. Now, instead of yielding to others, why don't you yield to the inner light from God, like the rose bush? The rose puts up its leaves and loves the light. So now, just see what is to be seen. There are many beautiful truths to be seen. Many beautiful, wonderful, spiritual, shining truths to be seen. But first, you have to see the error so it can dissolve away. So let God's quiet and gentle inner light show you your error. One of the first ones you'll see is resentment. Let go of resentment and then watch all of the negative effects of resentment in your life dissolve away. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.